Thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available where you get your podcast. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. On today's episode, we are joined by Austin Smith to kick off part one of our end-of-the-year Spartan superlative extravaganza, bonanza, palooza, whatever we're calling this thing. We still don't know what we're going to call it. All we know is that we have a lot of fun. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Spartan fans, how on earth are you doing? Hope you guys had an awesome Christmas uh, if you celebrate said holiday. Um, Guys, we're going to have a lot of fun today. Uh, There's no name for this award show that we're doing. Uh, It's just what we did last year. We just take all the good, all the bad, all the MSU things you could possibly think of from the last year, and we throw it in an award show format. Uh, we are joined part one today by Austin Smith. We have another special guest coming on tomorrow to wrap out, wrap up rather, this two-day show. But yeah, a lot of fun today. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. Let's give it a listen. Uh, it'll be an emotional roller coaster. But yes, uh, a lot of fun recording with Austin, and I hope you guys have fun listening to it as well. Before going any further... Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Yes, this is Locked on Spartans. We're back to five days a week. Of course, we got this uh, extravaganza of accolades and superlatives going on. But we'll also be talking Peach Bowl pregame show and, of course, after the game postgame show for you on Friday. And if you have any questions, comments, uh, you want to add an award for, for this here show. LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com is the place to find us. So, all right, guys. Hey. Let's get it popping. Let's get to our end of the year wrap up. Bonanza Jamboree Hullabaloo. Sure, with Austin Smith. We cannot be ending the year on a higher note right now as Austin Smith, yes, half of the only podcast, is graciously joining us. What an honor it is to be joined by you, Austin, to round out the year in Michigan State sports. How on earth are you doing today, man? You doing okay? I'm flattered, to be honest with you, Matt, to, oh. to make the cut here. To be invited back, uh, you know, capping off the year pretty, pretty hot. But yeah, I just, I just hope my other co-host John doesn't get too upset. I hope he doesn't even. I honestly, I hope he doesn't even find out. I don't want him to. Know. Uh, I don't want him to feel hurt. Although I know he's cheated I, on me a couple times by coming on here, so maybe this is just tit for tat. Yeah, I, I am the key cog in this love triangle uh, that, that we have here. So, but hope, hopefully, no feelings are hurt. Um, or hopefully, the, the episode goes fine enough where he's like, God, you know what? That went fine enough. I, I understand why things happened the way they did. So he needs a way to You got to keep things fresh. He does. See, you, you get it. You understand. <laughs> and, and that's why you're kicking off part one of our end of the year extravaganza that I still don't have a name for. Because uh, right now we got six uh, nominee categories, Austin, for the end of the year. And I'm going to not lob some nominations out there. You'll lob some nominations out there. We'll banter about them. We're just going to remember the year that was Spartan football and basketball. Uh, yeah, sorry. I don't have any field hockey nominees or I don't have any cross country nominees, but oh, come on, man. Be, they're they're going to, uh, they're going to yell at you. They're going to yell at you online. That's not different than any other day online. So perfect. Excellent. Let's, uh, <laughs> so I think a good place to start, we're going to start slow. We're just going to start with a basic topic. One to get our feet kind of wet here. Let's do quote of the year right here. And right now in front of me, I, I have four 
in front of me to, to banter about. Uh, the first one, of course, from Xavier Henderson, and this is in the middle of the season, but he recounts something from spring ball. Quote, I remember in the spring when he got here, I'm like, is this guy really sweet or are we just not that good? Of course, Xavier Henderson was talking about Kenneth Walker. And the other three nominees, Austin, they, they come from the same player. They come from Aaron Henry in the final stretch of the MSU basketball <laughs> season against Indiana. Quote, we just had to strap our nuts on and play against Illinois. <laughs> Quote, I don't get tired. I won't get tired. I don't have time to get tired. And against Ohio State, quote, don't applaud a fish for swimming. Fish swim all day. Those are the four I got. Now, do you have any nominees, or do you just want to banter about those four and see who's uh, going to be the winner uh, here? I thought I have one in particular that I don't know that it was intended to be a quote, but it was put on social media, and it was Mel okay. Tucker during a practice talking to Connor Hayward, I believe at the time. And he said, are you ready for the good Lord to call you home? And Connor Hayward <laughs> says, no, sir. And he says, well, you don't want to go into the deep water with me then. And I was, I, was, I think it was before the season. And you know, everyone's a little oh, skeptical man. going in. Sure. And then you hear that. And you're sure. Like, oh, we have the cool. <laughs> This guy in the world as our head coach. I don't really care what the wins and losses look like because that is an all-time quote. So that that's the one I'll throw in as an honorable mention. But um, oh, your I don't your know if that is honorable mention. Like the, 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 I will say, <laughs> man, I, your, yours might be the winner. I don't know if it's honorable mention material. That that is a sound sound quote right there <laughs> so I, it, it's it's pretty good man mel's mel's got some rock solid quotes out there i will say the takeaway from your the three you pulled up or that i just feel so bad for aaron henry that, that dude sure. really went through it last <laughs> year man he had, he had a tough, he had a tough stretch <laughs> he just willed his team to the tournament and i i'll always respect him for it like my favorite quote of the Aaron Henry bunch was the the last part of the Illinois quote that I don't have time to get tired. <laughs> like this, this, this poor this poor kid is all but single handedly trying to drag Michigan State into the tournament, and uh, he's he's logging seemingly sixty minutes of basketball per night in a forty minute game. It, it seemed like this, this poor kid just <laughs> had to drag him a suit by himself. So that is going to be my winner. That I don't have time to get tired, but man, that you talk about four just banger quotes right there, just between the. The two of us right there. That's uh that's tough. That's we've tough. we've got some some quotable people on that either were on campus or are still on campus. And yeah, but I'm telling you, I think I think Mel Tucker is gonna sweep this category for you for the next what ten years that he's under contract because he's just sure. a quote machine. Unless mm -hmm. it's at, unless it's during a press conference. So one category down, we got one hundred and twenty-nine to go. I, I want you to decide. <laughs> where we're going next year. Do, do you want like a more, you know, mundane category, one we could just talk about? Or do you want to tug at, at the emotions, the heartstrings for the next category here, Austin? I think we should, let's go for the emotions. I want to get the, I want to get the people riled up or let's just get them maybe Absolutely. a little wistful here. Go ahead. Sure, sure. Can I interest you in a painful moment of the year then, Austin? <laughs> Does that sound like something that you would be interested in? Let's just you know what, Let, let's cut all the, the niceness and everything like that. Let's just go back to the scariest times of the year. So uh, all the good oh, stuff great. we'll talk about later. It's even better, yeah. Um, Perfect. I've got five things written in front of me. i got five things written in front of me for most painful moment of the year. Um, 
I'm going to start off with something that happened at the beginning of the year, and I'm talking about signing day, and I'm talking about one Sean Benny, who we went to bed thinking that, okay, he's going to sign for Michigan State. It's going to be no problem. And then we wake up, and that son of a – is at the school down the road. Uh, and good win. Can't really fault Keontae. He was already you know, committed to Kentucky, but – Number two, I just – I'm – gesturing with my hands to the whole basketball season that um <laughs> num- number three is purdue game and you might say oh are you talking about football or basketball take your pick anytime we played purdue in the year of our lord 2021 uh number four is when the heisman candidates got released and kenneth walker was not on there and last but not least i, I just have the last seven minutes of game time against ucla you know, for the most painful uh, oh my god for, for my nominees so yeah you like that yeah you like all those fun memories i'm sure people are jazzed to hear about all those right now yeah i'm having having an awesome time um, yeah it's the best Happy yeah, I, I, yeah. I, they, <laughs> I have to say of all of them i i personally would rule out anything football related and, and the only sure. reason is because if we're all being very honest with ourselves football everything this year was gravy like I think a lot of people were walking into this year thinking five, six wins. I know I was, I say this all the time on our show, but like I was being Mr. Optimistic and I was like, I don't see any reason they can't get to seven or eight. <laughs> and I was like blowing the doors off the prediction. Sure. And we ended up with 10, they ended up playing in the peach bowl. So like I'll rule out football. It's basketball for me. And you said just the general hand gesturing towards the basketball season. Yeah. I'm willing to put that all uh, up there for most painful memory i have a specific moment if you're interested in really dialing oh, in please on please absolutely please just inject it right into me yes yeah it it has to be it has to be the end of that ucla game that it has to be not surprisingly you kind of alluded to it but like i had just crossed the threshold for the first time of the entire <laughs> year of thinking oh we might be able to you know string a little thing together win a game maybe win another game like like oh we're getting hot oh we're we're the team that ends up playing doing exactly what ucla ended up doing ultimately and working your way through the tournament getting hot and instead they just choked in such epic fashion and i remember standing in my living room while my now wife was asleep and just doing everything (laughs) i could not to berate my television and and break (laughs) it so yeah that's that's my that would be number one for me i think in a in a landslide at the moment. So number one, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with basketball here, but I'm, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to borrow two of my nominees. Of course, one is a gesture into the whole basketball season. But for me, <laughs> the most painful moment was the end of the Purdue basketball game when Michigan State had, what was it, like a 49-point oh. lead at halftime. They were rolling in front of yeah. an empty Breslin Center. And then all of a sudden, just Travion Williams goes nuclear in the second half. And I think that was the most painful for me because that's when I started to realize like the tournament might not be for Michigan state yeah. this year. Like this. Yeah. Oh, I don't like how this yeah. is going. And it didn't get much better <laughs> after that. Now I, I will say, I'm not going to lie and say like, Oh, I wasn't bothered by the UCLA game. No, I, I was bothered by it, but there's something, uh, there's something about that. The sweet embrace of the end of that season because it was so emotionally <laughs> and physically taxing on state fans that once it was over, there was a, a small part of me that was like, it's over. I, I, I can live like a healthy life now. Like I, I can move on. Like, yes, I'm very upset right now, but 
these feelings can leave my body for for a while. Like it's beautiful. So that's why it's number two for me. But yeah, that Purdue game at Breslin Center, <sighs> number one. I'll give you number that. One. I'll give you number the one. the the moment the moment the the UCLA. I have to agree with that. The sweet release of death was was pretty yes. wonderful. From that, I There's felt like to that. Um, What's his name? Walk at the end of Shawshank. You're gonna know this. Obviously, you're a big movie guy. The guy walks out and looks straight up into the rain during Shawshank. He's just gotten out of prison and he's just (laughs) staring directly straight up, being like, "Oh my God, I did it! It's over." Uh, That's (laughs) kind of how I. I, There was like that moment at the end. You're like, "God damn it! I'm so upset that we just lost." But then you're right. You're like, "Oh, at least at least we got (laughs) killed quickly." And before the tournament even sure. started, it is over. Sure. You don't have to stress <laughs> yeah. out ever again. And also, there's some too, uh, like a game ending at 1230 in the morning, right? At least you're not stewing over it the whole day. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, I lost sleep. I was up till three in the morning just staring at the ceiling. Yeah. But like, at least it's not like the Middle <laughs> Tennessee State game where you still have like the whole day oh. ahead of you. And then, yeah, it's just uh, uh, relentless whether you talk to people or you're online arguing with strangers. Yeah, it, it, so there's it's, a bad, game it's a bad deal. There's a, exactly. Yeah, the, the end the end of March Madness, I will say, like, I say this to John all the time, where, like, I don't actually enjoy it. Like, I enjoy no. March Madness the entire time my team's not playing. Every sure. other game is awesome. And then Michigan State comes on, and I have a full-on nervous breakdown for about two and a half hours. And then my life kind of resumes again. So, like, when they lose, you know, there is part of me that's always kind of like, oh, it's over. <laughs> it's yes, over. Finally. You can finally relax again. I could be be a normal human again. It's great. Yeah, no, there's nothing yeah. better than March Madness. There's also nothing worse than March Madness. Like it's, it's <laughs> quite the paradox. Sensational. One or the other. We will be back in a hot second with some more categories with Austin Smith. But first, need to talk to you fine folks about Built Bar. Yes, Christmas has wrapped up, but that does not mean the holiday season is over. As hey, there's still New Year's Eve coming up this week, and also the day before New Year's Eve. Well, it's Peach Bowl Day, and you're going to need some energy to get you through this week, guys. So look no further than Bilt Bar. That's right, rich with holiday goodness, rich in the cannon flavor, rich in chocolate, but also rich in low calories, low sugar, low net carbs, low fat, and high in protein. So you are getting the best of both worlds. You are getting deliciousness. You are getting healthiness all in one amazing Bilt Bar that tastes better than a candy bar. What kind of flavors are you going to go with, guys? You're going to go with uh, cherry. You're going to go with double chocolate. You're going to go with raspberry, mint brownie, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie. There's just way too many flavors. I, and they're all, all bangers. Don't believe me? Well, go ahead and order yourself some Built Bars, guys. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. That's all in word. LOCKED15. And that's going to get you 15% off your order. One more time. That's Built.com. Smashing that promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order of Built Bars. And before getting back to our guy Austin Smith and all of our fun, fun superlatives, just want to thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Locked On Podcast Network. Let's, okay, so that, that was emotional. I, I could feel my heart rate rising and blood pressure boiling just talking <laughs> about that. So we're, we're, we're going to take a, a, a nice regulator right now. We're going to get back to baseline just, just with a calm conversation about jerseys of the year. And I, I just have three written in front of me because there's one mm-hmm. in front of me that really stands out above the rest. Uh, I go with the all-black basketball jerseys, the all-black with the gray logo. Love that jersey. <laughs> Thought it was super sleek. Although not a lot of great memories in said jerseys. 
Number two, I just no. have anything with the gruff Sparty helmets. But number three, the all green football jerseys they won or they wore against their win against Michigan. Uh, those are my three nominees. Did, you, did anything else pop out to you throughout the year for the, the fashion category this year, Austin? So I am very partial to the – I love the script helmets. So sure. I know that wasn't oh, okay. necessarily, like, brand new, but, like, the script on the football helmets with the green pants that they wore this year, I think they wore them against Northwestern in the very first game, were – I don't know. It's just a good look. Like being just like you, you know, uh, a longtime MSU fan and nerd. I remember when they, you know, they had the the Stanton era had the green jersey or the white jersey, green pants, and they got rid of it for a really long time. They yeah. never had and everybody begging for it. And now they're just ripping off a new combination every week. And so those two things that I wanted forever and finally got in the same combination were were you know, some of my favorites, but I love the gruff Sparty. I love that they, it's just cool to see an administration like listening to the fan base. Like all we want is just to put our cool stuff on actual jerseys so that we can right. buy it. And that's exactly what, uh, what's been, what's been done. So, and I will, one thing about that Michigan all green, that Jersey and helmet combination are now immortal. Because yes. of the way that that game went, those I think that might be one of those jerseys that, because of the outcome of the game, I will always love more than if I would if you just like put it in front of me on a mannequin. But because of what happened, I mean, it's I'll always look back on those jerseys with fond memories. You, you took it right out of my mouth, and, and that's why that's my winner. I mean, I'm short discussion on my end. Hey, those are in lore. You, you won arguably the biggest matchup in that rivalry in those jerseys. Thought they looked pretty cool going into the game, but yeah, well, to, to Leave with Paul Bunyan and to put that helmet on Paul Bunyan as you carry him into the tunnel. Yeah, that's that's going to leave a little debate on my end for jerseys of the year. I'm with right you, there, Austin. I'm with you. That, wow, look, look at us just 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 a green, just just two <laughs> old pals just a green on stuff. This yeah, is great. Just having a good um, time. That was nice and calming. So, can I interest you? Uh, scariest moment of the year for the next category, mm. Austin? Can we get can we get the emotions spiked back up? Because in front of me, I don't have a lot. I only have eight nominees in front of me right now for scariest moment of the year. And you guys know me. Only I, I eight. Get, only eight. I get very scared very easily. So yeah, I've got my eight. Do you, do you want to actually? Do you have any nominees you want to start with before I just start rambling off all mine or what? What are you looking at over there on your side of the microphone? I will say that that my – I think I have two. One, Excellent. and I'm not, I'm not sure exactly – one's for football, one's for basketball. I'm not sure exactly when the basketball one happened, but somewhere in the <laughs> middle of the season, it might have been at the end of that Purdue game where I had that first realization. I think it was actually after they got destroyed against Minnesota. It was probably the first oh, time, sure. like on the road, lost by like 30. I remember sure. thinking – that same thought you just described earlier of like, oh, like we, <laughs> this might actually not happen. Like, oh, the, like all of these things where you're like, ah, no, they'll be fine. They'll figure it out. And then you're kind of like, ah, will they? <laughs> and that was the first time I was kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm absolutely freaking out. Um, and then football, I think you, you've got this one on the list, but it was uh, the Aiden Hutchinson uh, yep. strip fumble in the end zone that never was. Um, I've never been more glad that, uh, the knee is part of the leg is, or the shin is part of the leg, uh, in my entire life, because that really saved me from a, a dark place, uh, because that was ball game right there. 
Uh, oh, of course. Had, had, yeah. that, had that been a touchdown, I mean, that, that game not only could have been ball game, but could have gotten ugly quick. So, um, yeah, those two for me were, were like the, uh, the ones where your stomach just drops. We're kind of like, Oh no. Uh, so th- those were probably mine. Let's, okay, so we could have an honest dialogue right now because surely only Spartan fans are listening. There's no Wolverine fans listening to this. But no, one of my course. favorite things to do when this play comes up is say, oh, MSU just would have been down 14 points. It's not like they were down any more points later in the game and still won. You know, that's kind of like the, the facade I hide <laughs> behind. But an honest dialogue can be had that if that touchdown was upheld, absolutely not. Is <laughs> Michigan State winning that game? So uh, that's yeah. – I, I do, however – think it was a correct call I, I will say that and I'll bring up a call that I think maybe wasn't called correctly later on the show but that's neither here nor there I, I, I'm gonna just mm. rattle off through, through my seven nominees for scariest moment of the year um it's kind of something you alluded to for basketball but it, it's looking at the schedule and bracketology with two weeks to go and realizing that MSU isn't even on the first four out or the next four out and they have oh. to be top three top five teams down the stretch here to even sniff making the tournament uh that wasn't a fun moment uh just nope. any of the final minutes of the OSU or the Michigan games in basketball. Oh. Uh, I also have, this wasn't even in a game, Austin. Uh, going into the final commercial break of Selection Sunday, and Michigan State's oh name my God. wasn't even called yet. Wasn't even called yet. Uh, and then also, as we switch to football, uh, when there, I forgot what offshore gambling website had this, but there was a tweet that the offshore website had Mel Tucker as the leader for the LSU job. Oh, that man. wasn't a good feeling. Uh, you said the strip sack that wasn't against Michigan. Um, also, this is a topical one. Uh, hearing that Cam Allen might be the tight end uh, starter <laughs> in the offseason, that was like, uh-oh, things are really not good in the tight end room right there. And with two more to go, uh, one football, one basketball, my football one, is watching the Ohio State Buckeyes score 500 points against Purdue uh, the mm. week before they played us. That was not a good feeling. And then last but not least, uh, this isn't a single game. It's just literally any game. It's whenever Gabe Brown hits the deck after he tries to attempt a dunk, misses, and then just <laughs> all four limbs and his spine come crashing on the ground at the same time. And you think, oh, he's done. All right, great. There goes our season. But then he gets right back up and hits both free throws. So. Those, those are yeah, the, that's a that's a good list. I think your, I think my trauma manifested itself uh, <laughs> in in blacking out that memory of Selection <laughs> Sunday because until just now I had really forgotten that they truly were like one of like the fourth to last teams that got oh, yeah. got, oh, yeah. got revealed. Oh my god, that was that was absolute torture. Uh, yeah, I think. I think after everything you just said that that's probably my, my runaway winner. Cause that's, that's just like, that's your reputation. That's like, was any of mm-hmm. this stress even worth it? Do I now have to watch an NIT game? Like it's all of these <laughs> right. things wrapped into one moment and it just blah. Oh my God. Yeah. That was, that was awful. And a lot of those were like in game moments too, where it's like they can control that. Right. And selection Sunday, you, your hands are empty. You cannot control anything anymore. Like it is, it is in fate's hands now. And you think like, okay, well they'll get a ten seed, maybe a nine seed. They probably won't be a play-in game. And then all of a sudden, you're, oh my god, the only spot really left for them is that play-in game. And then it better be here. So, oh no, uh, oh no, indeed. I I just remember wanting to throw up during that entire commercial break and selection Sunday. Uh, I believe was on my wife's birthday that year. So, um, ah, oh, even that better. Kind of 
derailed the uh, the dinner, and so I, I apologize. <laughs> um, yeah, whoopsie daisy. Still married Matt, though. Again. Again. Yeah, yeah, still somehow, some way, but yeah, we're we're getting it done over here. So. <laughs> That's four categories down, two to go with Austin Smith before picking this all back up again tomorrow with six more categories. But first, I need to talk to you fine folks about BetOnline.ag. That's right, BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march to college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. BetOnline reigns your number one spot for all the sports action this winter, so head to the website, Use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. That's all one word, Locked On, for the 50% welcome bonus. From basketball to football to NHL to boxing to UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. It's bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available at betonline.ag, where the game starts. For the next category, actually, so two more to go. We got most relieving moment, and then we'll do play of the year after this, but most relieving moment. So this is, you know, good emotions here. It was a good feeling. I've got three in front of me, and actually, one of them is okay. MSU's name popping up on Selection Sunday. That's one <laughs> that was mine. That was the one I was going to bring to the table. <laughs> of course, and another one. I'm going to switch to football right here for my next two. Uh, my first one is that it, it, realizing that it was still Indiana's offense taking the field after MSU inexplicably threw the end zone interception late in the game when they could have really just iced the game out. And then you're thinking, oh my mm-hmm. god, Indiana's going to get another shot at this. This is whole. Oh, it's still Indiana. Okay, they're not going to move the ball at all. Oh, thank goodness. All right. Oh, oh my goodness. So that, that was a good relieving feeling. And this is the play I was alluding to uh, earlier as far as mi- this could have gone very poorly for Michigan State, but it's when Kenneth Walker's first touchdown was upheld against Michigan mm. because, again, all sports oh, yeah. are listening to this. I've actually banned Wolverines from listening to this episode. Lean in close, everyone. <laughs> I think he dropped the ball like two inches before the goal line. I, 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 I think it was a fumble. Like, listen, I could, I could honestly say that Thorns like I think was down. I think it was a good call, but who that one? Oh, oh my. Um, yeah, I yep. was in Florida for this game, and I said to myself, if this is a fumble and it's Michigan's ball, I'm, I'm walking into the ocean, and I, I don't know if I'll ever turn around. So, this could be it for me. Well, I, I can tell you that. I'll give you – I've got a, another one that I'm thinking of. But for that moment, I was actually on a plane during the first quarter <gasps> flying down right. for driving – flying down to Florida um, for my – to get married the following weekend, which timed that really well because didn't have to watch Excellent. any of the Purdue game, which, which I broke <laughs> hey. the cardinal rule of no fall weddings, but also, like, really worked out well for all of yeah, You saved people, um, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, if anything, I did everyone a favor. But um, so I was on the and of course, I tried to get the Internet, but I'm flying American and they didn't have live TV. So I'm just refreshing the game cast over and over and over. And I've got John uh, and I'm, I'm literally like DMing with John Kirby and I'm just like, nice, we scored. And he's like, well, we might not have. And so I'm oh, sitting there. I already hate I already hate flying and I'm 30,000 feet in the air. And I'm just like, just. <laughs> 
I'm like, I'm like, if he fumbles it, just take, just take it down. Like, let's just go. Why, <laughs> why, you know? Uh, <laughs> so that was, I, I know that you're feeling, I know that feeling very well. And then I, I, I saw the Hutchinson strip sack play on my phone, standing, waiting for my luggage. So I'm just having oh. like this chronic meltdown as I'm working my way towards an actual television. Uh, luckily it paid off, but yeah, that was uh, just, I, I know your pain there. Um, I think a sleeper in this category. Oh, and okay. maybe this is only for lunatics like me. Sure. Was uh, the second the Western Kentucky game ended. Oh, like, yeah. No, I love that. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. If anybody remembers, MSU's up 42 16 at half. Okay. And then it just kind of goes into a, just slips away. It, but Western Kentucky's never stopped throwing the ball. Bailey Zapp gets like 500 yards, three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Just like they just keep going and going and chipping away. And I remember thinking, like, this is getting a little bit closer than I personally would like. And so the, the second, and that, that felt like a game where if it would have just kept going, like MSU could have definitely lost the game. So the oh, second sure. that ended was a big relief moment for, for me. I don't think it me- measures up to March Madness, but that was a, that was a good one. God, that, that's sensational. I, that, what, that, what a horrible, it's an awesome story, but what a horrible story that is that you were on a plane for the Kenneth Walker and you can only, oh my you're God. a prisoner of someone's DMs. And the the game cast that you're feverishly refreshing through. Oh, holy smokes, yeah. man. And seeing that 97-yard, getting the DM that just oh, says, oh, no. And then, and then refreshing <laughs> oh, no. and seeing the 93-yard Andrell Anthony. And I'm like, and it just had to be Andrell Anthony, didn't it? And it just had. And that's oh, why I was kind of like, well, in the disaster start, like, of course, the first quarter was horrendous. And I'm just sitting there refreshing, being like, this is going really badly. <laughs> like, yeah. how, how, how many rows ahead is, the, is that exit window? Can I? Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll hop over that guy's lap. Oh, I'm here? Yeah. And let me, uh, this doorknob loose? Give it a pull. Shame. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> ah, damn. <laughs> Sign <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. It was a tough day. <laughs> Well, all, all good memories here for this final category. And, of course, uh, we're talking the play of the year. And there's uh, f- roughly 4,000 nominees you could have. And in front of me, <laughs> honestly, like, they're they're all football plays. And, okay, yeah, basketball had some good moments down the stretch. D- don't get me wrong. Like, Aaron Henry's late shot against Ohio State, fine. There's your one basketball yep. nominee. Mm-hmm. All your boop heads yeah, okay. out there. But just to run down the list, and I'm sure I'm going to be missing a few, but you got the dap between Kenneth Walker and Jalen Naylor. You have any of Kenneth yep. Walker's five touchdowns against Michigan. Now the Jaden Reed subsection of this category. His punt return against Nebraska. His fourth and 16 grab against Penn State. Oh, how about his fourth and four grab against Michigan? Oh, I could do you one better. Yeah. How about his two-point conversion grab against Michigan? And, yeah, honestly, just like I said, probably missing a lot there that, that could be nominated for this category. But are there any that immediately pop into your head that, that I just glossed over right there? I think it's hard to – I think – it's hard to outdo the canine. I mean, those are the three that I had where like any of his last run against Michigan where he split the safeties and he looked yes. a lot like Jeremy Langford in the big 10 championship game. Like that will stand out to me. Um, the, him dapping up speedy is one of the coolest moments I can remember. I remember sitting on my couch and that happening. I just went, Oh shit. Like that's why I just <laughs> alone said that to myself. And then I, I do think that the sleeper, I actually think the sleeper biggest play of the entire year was the last one that you mentioned, the Jaden Reed, maybe not the last one you mentioned, but the punt return against Nebraska. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that one changes, changed the tenor potentially for the entire season. Like, yes, they had just beaten Miami the week before, but 
that's why Nebraska was such a big game because you had to come home and you had to show that you could handle success against what at the time, what I think is by far the most talented three and nine team of all time. I've never seen a team shoot themselves in both feet every single game like Nebraska can, but this year's Nebraska, but it was mesmerizing. I I loved it. It it, it was theater every single Saturday for Nebraska. I quick Nebraska tangent. I was watching the last game where they were playing Iowa with my now father-in-law and they were up, you Mm -hmm. know, 14 points. And I was like, Scott, just let me tell you something. Nebraska will find a way to lose this game. I'm like, just trust me. They do this every single week. They'll find a way to do it. And we sat there and we watched them derp themselves into a loss. And he was like, wow, you're right. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I watched way too much of this team. It happens every week. But anyways, that punt return was just so clutch in that moment. And I think it gave this team like part of that bravado and like water mentality and all that stuff that Mel Tucker talks about all the time and propelled them to an incredible season because if that if they lose that game like that offense completely fell apart in the second half sure did. uh nebraska would not look like a great loss at the end of the year and you know nine and three sounds a lot different than ten and two it's like would they have had the intestinal fortitude to fight back against michigan hold on against iu like you know right. there's a lot of i think there's a lot of long-term ramifications to that so that was and then listen chester kimbrough gets ripped on a lot his pick at the end of that game to seal it pretty damn pretty damn bad against future Kansas state legend, Adrian Martinez. (laughs) No kidding. And well, I think it's a great point too, because losing like that, that early in the season, it can get contagious. And who's a great case study for that. Uh, Nebraska, like look at them. They, they they fumbled away these games early on. And that was just the theme of their whole season. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say that MSU would have gone three and nine had they lost that game. But yeah, I think you're spot on. Like, that changes the mentality of a lot of the season. Uh, actually, I, I did forget one play here. And if you just take away like the meaning of the play uh, or the, the symbolicism around these plays away, I think pound for pound, the best play of the year was the Tyler Hunt throw to Peyton Thorne against Indiana. Like oh, I, that call. is the best throw of the year. Uh, he, the ball had to fly, what, 30 yards through the air on his back foot inside of a window that's sh- size, the shape of a football. And then Peyton Thorne, the catch <laughs> of the year, Toe tapping on the sidelines, but with everything that you add in, how much a play means and yada, yada, yada. K-9's fifth touchdown against Michigan has to do it for me, man. Has to do it for me. Yeah. So The symbolism go. of that moment was huge. I will also say another another sleeper individual play was Henderson uh, X's one-handed interception early in the oh year. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot uh, about that. Yeah. I think, was, I think that was Western Kentucky, or maybe that was one Youngstown. Youngstown? State, Youngstown. Yeah, Youngstown. Yeah. Yeah. Or I mean, yeah, there was this. Yeah, it was a listen. That was a very fun year. And I think I'm going to try to follow my own advice, which is I typically tell people, like, enjoy the year. Like, this is the fun year where there's not the expectations and you just totally over index and have this great fun year and there's no expectations. Like I think I'm just going to try to 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 bask in the glow of this awesome season for as long as possible before I start thinking, oh wow, they should win ten games every year. <laughs> Dude, right with you. Right with way easier said than done, of course, because I'm very way. bad at doing that. But uh, do that, that. What oh, a healthy same. mindset to try to get yourself into, man. That's that's the way to go. But it's the whole practice what you preach thing. I just pra- I just preach it. The practice. Sure. Thing. Oh, well, yeah. God knows. <laughs> No, who, who's amongst us? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you want you want some good advice that I'll never follow myself? Come by. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk your ear off. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, Austin, what what a excellent excellent way to round out the year, man. With with part one of our Spartan, uh, what 
superlative extravaganza that we're still oh. working on a name for as we're midway through this uh, award ceremony. <laughs> so yeah, but hey, thanks a lot, man. You're you're the best. Absolutely love your work and <laughs> oh, what, what an awesome guy. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I, I uh, I'm flattered to be part of the Spartan extravaganza year end wrap up jamboree. Um, <laughs> literally anytime, anytime you need me, man, I'll be there, but, uh, yeah. Hey, let's, let's make 2022 just as good. Massive. Thank you to my guy, Austin Smith for uh, lending his time and also his humor, his nominees, and just his all around charm, uh, for part one of yes, the Spartan superlative, uh, Palooza extravaganza guys. So uh, we're not just done with categories yet. But you will have to wait until tomorrow when we bring on another special guest to break down six more categories, recounting uh, the best and also the the most uh, nerve-wracking, too, from the last year as well. Uh, Before that, guys, before we sign off, just want to thank you for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Now go make that second listen, Locked on Bets. That's right, guys, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. It's Locked On Bets, hosted by Your Way Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Free and available on all platforms. All right, guys. Hey, there we go. Big week. Let's go. Go green.